Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hmm. So glad to be with you. It's kind of a gray morning in Los Angeles, and I'll take it. I will definitely take it. (laughs) Because I have to tell you, I don't like the heat. So I'm always happy when it's not so hot in L.A. Ah, let us begin with a prayer as we always do. What a blessing to be able to begin with a prayer. Yes. So let us place our hand on our heart and bless ourselves. Let us partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and remember our true identity. We place our hand on our heart in order to remind ourselves that we are wholehearted for love, that we are in it to win it. We're interested in winning back our true remembrance of our wholeness, our perfection, the unlimited, unprecedented possibility that spirit is as our very life. We are grateful and thankful right now to open ourselves to the unlimited possibilities of love. Taking that holy breath, wholehearted. So grateful and so thankful to live by grace. Yes. So grateful and so thankful to dedicate ourselves to letting the higher Holy Spirit self do the heavy lifting. We are grateful and we are willing to partner up with the Holy Spirit to release any need to go it alone or to work our will. We're aligning with divine will, knowing that that is our will. We're so grateful and so thankful that our walk of love is shared with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and in gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I'm pumped today for a lot of reasons, uh, all spiritual, of course. And uh, I'll just share, I put this out on Facebook a little while ago. I was making my tea this morning. I like my mate tea. And... Uh, I uh, use the loose tea, and I make a pot of it every morning. Well, not every morning, but I make a pot of it some mornings as I was doing this morning. And uh, I keep, I know it's probably way too much detail, but I keep the tea in a, um, what do you call that? It's like a canister. It's a glass canister to keep it fresh. So I take it from the bag that I purchased it in, the loose tea, and I put it in that canister. And then I take a few spoonfuls of it and I put it in my teapot, right? Makes sense. Typical tea maker. Well, this morning, I wasn't paying attention. I was being absent-minded, 
was thinking about the show today, I guess. I know, I know that I was actually. And, uh, I was refilling the tea canister. But instead of putting it in the tea canister, I put it in the teapot. And then I poured the hot water in the teapot. And so I had way too much tea in that teapot. And it was just, it was laughable because I had about a quarter pound of tea in the teapot just to make a couple cups of tea. So uh I laughed because this was, oh, it didn't make for good tea. And it was a giant error of uh, wasted about a quarter pound of tea. But the good news is, and I love this, the good news is that I realized that when I was living in lack and limitation and scarcity thinking, I would have been angry at myself because money was scarce, the tea was precious, and there wasn't enough. And living in the thought that there's not enough when there's a sense of waste, now there's even less. Now it's even worse. And uh, like many people, my grandparents were young in the depression and so that really influenced their thinking of scarcity and uh, then they raised my parents in that scarcity thinking my parents raised me in that scarcity thinking and so over and over and over again there was this scarcity thinking and absolutely the generations before me They experienced scarcity, so they had a very strong belief in it. And when I was growing up, my parents were teachers, and they hardly made any money at all. And uh, they also did lots of volunteer work and community work, and they were political and social activists. And so, um, they just, I remember we had a coffee table that was made out of cement bricks and a piece of, I don't even remember what it was. Was it glass? Was it <laughs> a piece of wood? Maybe a door? Bookshelves made of cement bricks and planks of wood, that kind of thing. And so there was, I remember the first bicycle I had was from a garage sale. My dad got it for $5. It was twice as big as me. I couldn't even possibly begin to sit on the seat. And I remember my dad trying to teach me how to ride that bicycle. It was really challenging to learn how to ride a bicycle on a bicycle that was way too big for me. But my dad loved me, and I wanted to learn. So somehow I got her done. I learned how to ride that bike. Anyway, so this morning I had to laugh because I just laughed at myself about wasting the tea. You know, I don't know how much, few dollars worth of tea or whatever. But there was a time when that would have ruined my day. Right? I would have let that ruin my day, that thought, that I had made that error, that I had wasted, that there already was scarcity, that there was already lack and limitation, and now I have made the fatal error of wasting what little I have. And it would have literally 
turned me into rage first thing in the morning. And I would have been, you know, what was the rage about? The rage was about the fear that I was making all these mistakes and I was wasting what little I did have and that there would be not enough tea for me for the rest of my life. That kind of thinking. And it's so prevalent. And what I would like to share with you is in my observation of talking with so many people, so many spiritual students and communicating with so many in so many different forms because now we have the livingacourseinmiracles.com community. It's a member community now. And uh, we have a Facebook group, Living A Course in Miracles Facebook group. We have the A Course in Miracles pledge at Facebook group. And we also have... Um, at livingatcourseinmiracles.com. We have the study group support. So at Facebook, we have the A Course in Miracles study group leaders Facebook group, and people are beginning to share in there. We've had two study group support calls. We're building an archive of free calls. Anyone can listen to or download about how to run a study group, how to start a study group, and uh, these kinds of uh, information to support more and more people having the courage to start a study group. So in the Facebook group, uh, study group leaders, potential study group leaders, and current study group leaders can talk with each other, ask each other questions, mentor each other, and then with the free calls that we're doing and building that archive, they can um, connect in. And I'm I'm really hoping that uh, it will bring great benefit that already people are telling me they're getting inspired to start their own study groups because now they have some support. And I love that. So I'm inviting you to please join us. And uh, share your tips and things like that in the Facebook group. And uh, we'll have a study group support call every month. And uh, if you sign up for the free membership at livingacourseinmiracles.com, you'll find out about that. Also, we're... I know I've talked about this iPhone app. It's for iPhones, iPads, and Androids. And it's also for anyone who has a computer. So basically anybody who has any of these devices will be able to use our app that we're we're building. And you are going to love this. If you like to look at A Course of Miracles on your phone, on your iPad, or on your computer, if you study it on an electronic device... You are going to love this, what we're, we're building. It is beautiful. So if you join us at livingacourseofmiracles.com, you'll be able to get the app totally for free. Yes. Some people build a home, a second home. I'm building an app. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's my retirement. No, I'm kidding. Um, it's just what I'd like to do is share with the community. So. I get so much from God, I have to share from the overflow. And Lord knows, I love A Course in Miracles. And as soon as I get that app out there and running, I'm going to see who would like to go through the whole workbook with me. I'm going to do it two days at a time, each lesson for two days. So we really get in there and work that lesson 
two whole days on each lesson. So you'll be able to join me and follow along with me for free, of course. And uh, anyway, going back to the scarcity thinking. I was so grateful this morning that Spirit pointed out to me, girl, that would have really bugged you if you wasted that tea years ago. Now you're just laughing at yourself. And I am so grateful for that awareness and that realization because I lived in that scarcity thinking for a long time and I was very vigilant about turning it around. So what I would like to share with you this morning is one of the greatest tools that I know of and that is spirit i know it sounds crazy just to say that you know but it really is people do not make use of their own holiness their own spiritual divinity they don't they don't tap into the unlimited unprecedented wisdom the vision the insight the clarity of spirit if you're struggling with anything it means you're trying to do it on your own i tried to do everything on my own. I thought there were bonus points for doing it on my own. Now I realize it's the opposite. There are not bonus points for doing it with spirit, living your life with spirit, tuned in and tapped in, and letting the higher Holy Spirit self do the heavy lifting. It's not that there are bonus points. It's the full force of divine grace. It is an ease that is literally unimaginable until you begin to tap into it and experience it. I experience it in the most miraculous ways. I was speaking at Agape the other night, and I shared, and I'll be there again, what is it, September 1st. Sunday, September 1st. So I post when I'm going to be at Agape on my events page at jenniferhadley.com. If you're ever interested in coming to see me speak live, um, I'm usually at Agape once a month. And by the way, if, if you're in the UK, I've got a whole bunch of dates in October. I'm going to be there mid-October. I'm going to do all-day workshops in four or five places in England. So um, you can tune into that, jenniferhadley.com, on the events page. You'll see. You can click through there. Um, it's also jenniferhadley.com forward slash Europe 2013. And uh, I'm also going to be in Greece in September. Most of the month of September, I'm going to be in Greece. So um, I'd love to meet you there. Anyway, uh, I was at Agape the other night, and I was sharing that uh, how, uh, how just funky ways that I see ease and grace showing up in, but very, very clearly demonstrating Jennifer Release all sense of limitation. All sense of limitation. So here's the example I'm going to give you. It's just kind of crazy, but it feels like it's something for me to share. So I was up in uh, Cambria a few weeks ago on vacation with my friend uh, Rhonda Britton. We rented a house near the beach and we were having a great time. So being on vacation, I bought one of these... um, uh, Decorating mag- magazines, I, I love them. I love um, like uh, just. 
beautiful, romantic, decorating magazines. And uh, that's my style, and I like decorating. And I don't think about it too much anymore, but I do like to look at the pictures. So I just bought myself one of these magazines as a treat, and I saw this uh, kind of curly-cue ironwork that was on the wall in one of these houses, a couple of these things. And I thought, gosh, I really like that. That's really nice. I, I, I'd like to have something like that. Now, this is not a thought I've really had ever before that I can think of. Well, do you know, when was it, two weeks ago or something like that? It was about a week later, maybe two weeks later. I'm going from my uh, hike that I like to go in, Fryman Canyon here in L.A. It's a beautiful hike up in the, the Santa Monica Mountains there. And I'm coming down off the hill, and... uh this woman is having a garage sale, and she's got something that would be perfect in that magazine, in that house, and uh, would be perfect in my house if I had room for more stuff. But to me, it was an absolute message that I got from the universe saying, if you are in the flow of love, and you're thinking you'd like to have something without needing it, without craving it, without wanting, the universe will bring it to you. If you have every belief that you can have it, no sense of lack. So today, what I, what I would like to share with you, and we're coming up to the break here in just a couple minutes. What I'd like to share with you is there is unlimited, unprecedented love living through you as your life. If you're not experiencing it, it's because your mind is focused elsewhere. A Course in Miracles is a perfectly designed program to assist you in changing your mind so that you can experience heaven, so that you can wake up from the suffering. And the only way to get from the suffering, to from the lack and limitation, from the scarcity thinking to the unlimited, unprecedented, is for you to do the work in your mind. And the Spirit will do the heavy lifting. I'm going to point you to some sections in A Course in Miracles when we come back from the break. While we're on the break, I'm just going to mention my Finding Freedom Spiritual Boot Camp classes on right now. People are doing this work. It is intensive, beautiful, life-changing work. You can have a beautiful body this summer, get in shape, work out, lose weight. You can also shift your mind this summer. Join my spiritual boot camp. It's called Finding Freedom. Take a look at it, jenniferhadley.com. That's me. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course of Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we are living the love and walking the talk right now. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're back, and uh, I've got to mention a couple quick things before I get back to the topic today. Um, if you join 
membership at livingacourseofmiracles.com. It's free. Then when we announce the iPhone app, we'll let you know about it. And we're going to survey you and see what are the features that you'd like. I also, I'm looking for just a very few, just like two or three people, uh, maybe five, who would like to test the app for me. So if you're an iPhone user, uh, an Android user, or a what do you call it, an iPad user, and you're really willing to test it out and play with it for me, will you please send me an email at jennifer at jenniferhadley.com. Send me an email, not a Facebook message, but an email, jennifer at jenniferhadley.com, and we'll get you um, uh, set up so that you can test it. You have to kind of jump through a couple of hoops hoops to be able to test it. So um, I, I would appreciate it. And uh, also, uh, I can always use a couple of volunteers. If you're really good at um, reading things and, and uh, you have some extra time and you'd like to help support more people, just... Uh, dis- discover what we're offering i've i've got some volunteer stuff going on so yeah so it's interesting right now i've got all these people taking my finding freedom spiritual boot camp class and uh, they're discovering that their mind has not been that disciplined and that they have given themselves permission to wander all over the place in their mind and the suffering that they're experiencing is a byproduct of that and they're really getting clarity now you you may think oh i know this you know believe me so many spiritual students have read so many books and taken so many classes and i was like that that i said oh i i know this i know that to the i create my own mess but I still, nonetheless, persisted in blaming it on other people. So that's crazy. That is totally crazy. And I still persisted in trying to change the world of effects instead of doing my work. So Spirit suggested that I share this with you. So uh, when, uh, it's chapter 20, which is called The Vision of Holiness. Section 7, The Consistency of Means and Ends. And this, to me, is the key to joy. And I just love it. So it starts here. So there, it's following a conversation about holy relationship and transforming your relationships from special ego-based relationships of giving to get and endless suffering and trying to control, manage, and manipulate your loved ones to having a truly holy relationship, which is a loving, peaceful, harmonious relationship. I'm going to take a sip of my mate tea here. (laughs) I managed to salvage some of it. And it says here, This is my page four, what is that, 39. We have said much about discrepancies of means and end and how much these must be brought in line before your holy relationship can bring you only joy. 
But we have also said the means to meet the Holy Spirit's goal will come from the same source as does his purpose. Being so simple and direct, this course has nothing in it that is not consistent. The seeming inconsistencies or parts you find more difficult than others are merely indications of areas where means and end are still discrepant. And this produces great discomfort. This need not be. This course requires almost nothing of you. It is impossible to imagine one that asks so little or could offer more. Now, I believe this to be true because this is what I have experienced. So what's saying here is that the discrepancies of means and end, if you're not willing to do what it takes to change your mind in order to experience the unlimited, unprecedented joy, abundance, wholeness, freedom, love, inspiration, creativity, all that is good, the wisdom, the clarity, the purity, everything that you think you'd like to have, if you are not willing to do what it takes to let go of that which impedes your experience of these spiritual qualities, if you're not willing, if the willingness is not there, then you must not actually want what you say you want. If you say you want abundance, if you say you want holy relationship, if you say that you want a life of pure love, if you say you want to live a life of service, if you say you want to live a life of creativity and wholeness and freedom, but you are not willing to do what it takes to get there. You must not really want it. It's like this. How many people say they want to lose weight, but they're not willing to do what it takes? How many people say they want to get in shape, but they're not willing to do what it takes? How many people say that they'd like to have wealth and abundance and prosperity, but they're not willing to do what it takes? How many people would like to have a healthy relationship, but they're not willing to do what it takes? It's just, if you're not experiencing it, the fact is you're not willing to do what it takes yet. And that's key, yet. You're not willing yet. So you must not really want it yet. It's like that old saying, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? That's what the ego mind says. The ego mind says you cannot have your cake and eat it too. It doesn't work that way. You know what? In spirit, you can have as much cake as you want and you can eat it too. Seriously. And you won't get fat or sick. I love it. That's how spirit works. Ego says you can't have your cake and eat it too. And if you do eat the cake, you're going to get sick and fat. Unless it's organic and gluten-free and made with agave. 
And then you still have to be careful and only eat one or two pieces. Spirit does not work that way. Spirit gives you the full load all the time. Remember that that parable by Jesus? I love his parables. <laughs> I do. I love telling stories. It's, it's a way to understand it. So in the, the parable Jesus tells about the day laborers, uh, the, the, the people, the men come to work in the field and they get paid. Um, uh, it's a day rate, right? So the day laborers come to get paid for the day of labor. And uh, people arrive all throughout the day and go to work. And at the end of the day, the boss pays them all the same wage. And the people who've been there all day laboring complain, what do you mean those people just showed up 20 minutes ago? How can they get the same pay as me? I've been here since the crack of dawn. And the teaching is is that anyone who shows up at any time fully willing to go to work, to fully receive the kingdom, will receive the entirety of the kingdom, not just a portion of it. And this is the fact. And we can let the higher Holy Spirit self do the heavy lifting. In fact, that is the way it works best. Instead of us trying to work our will, we allow divine will to work through us, recognizing that our will is divine will. What we would really like to most experience is to live as the Christ presence, being fully of service, being in the free flow of love and abundance and wholeness and creativity and wisdom and clarity and purity and all good things. And the only reason we're not experiencing that is because we're not actually willing. And I love what it says in this part of the text. It's so beautiful and so perfect. It says here in it's uh, chapter 20, section 7, the consistency of means and ends. This course requires almost nothing of you, paragraph one. It is impossible to imagine one that asks so little or could offer so, offer more, because it offers you the entire kingdom. You don't have to figure out how to get there. You just do what it says. So it says here, it's talking about this period of discomfort, right? When the ends and the means are not uh, in alignment, there's great discomfort. And lordy, lordy, don't we know that? So if you're experiencing discomfort, and the greater discomfort you are experiencing, the more suffering you're experiencing, this show is for you. The period of discomfort that follows the sudden change in a relationship from sin to holiness, from special to holy, may now be almost over. To the extent you still experience it, you are refusing to leave the means to him who changed the purpose. All right, so I've got to explain a little more here. And I'm going to point you to the radio show episodes February 2012, where I focused entirely on relationship and transforming special relationship, ego-based uh, painful relationship into holy relationship. And it applies to any kind of relationship. It could be the relationship between you and your dog. It could be you and your spouse, your, you and your parent, your children, your boss, your neighbor, anything or anyone. 
So go back to February 2012. I did the whole month on relationship. And you can get the entire archive at iTunes. If you do go to our iTunes and get uh, the, the archive, just search for Jennifer Hadley at iTunes. You will find hundreds of free hours of things. If you like any of it, please write a review. The more reviews you write, the more iTunes ups it in the ranking and since it's all free you're doing you're getting good karma there by helping others find things that are helpful so when we start when we offer our relationships to the holy spirit for transformation the holy spirit will immediately go to work on it only one person in the relationship has to make that offer to make it holy and as soon as that happens the transformation begins now it can be felt as ex- excruciating right it can really be excruciating lord knows i have felt that experience if you want to read all about this chapter 17 section 5 the healed relationship breaks it down so beautifully so so beautifully and i'm sure we'll talk about this some next week with uh i'm I'm, i've got cindy renard gary renard's wife and her whole family's coming on the show her mother her sister and her brother-in-law and they're going to talk about uh practicing a course of miracles as a family Right, so uh, I invite you to join me next week for that. Um, so the discomfort that follows the sudden change in a relationship—it can be your relationship with yourself too—from sin to holiness uh, may now be almost over. To the extent you still experience it, you're refusing to leave the means to Him who changed the purpose. You recognize you want the goal. Are you not also willing to accept the means? And this is where I see most spiritual students lingering. I lingered there for a long, long, long time. So I wanted the goal of a healed relationship, a healed life, healed finances, healed body, healed mind, healed emotional body. I wanted everything in my life healed, but I was not willing to accept all the means in every area of my life. And it says here, if you're not willing to accept the means to have the goal, let us admit that you are inconsistent. So it's not that the teaching doesn't work. You are inconsistent. A purpose is attained by means. Well, we can all agree on that. So the 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 goal uh, of is attained by means. And if you want that goal, you must be willing to want the means as well. Right? Yes. And the ends is in the means. How can one be sincere and say, I want this above all else. I want to be happy above all else. I want to be truly helpful above all else. I want to be prosperous above all else. I want to be in loving relationship above all else. I want to heal my body above all else. How can we say that we want to experience the pure freedom of spirit above all else? And yet, We do not want to learn the means to get it. We've got to be willing to learn the means to get it. And this is the key to joy right here, my friends. To obtain the goal, the Holy Spirit indeed asks little. He'll do all the Holy 
lifting, the heavy lifting. And I truly believe the Holy Spirit is our own higher Holy Spirit self. He asks no more to give the means as well. The means are second to the goal, and the goal really is our waking up. When you hesitate, it is because the purpose frightens you and not the means. So here's the thing that the ego has us convinced of. The ego has us convinced that if we're truly loving, that somehow we're going to be surrendering something that we don't want to give up. Like we're going to be surrendering our individuality. We're going to be surrendering our will. We're going to be surrendering... Uh, having things the way we like them. The ego will convince us over and over again that in order to be happy, we're going to have to surrender all these things that we really, really want. So in order to be happy, we won't be able to be happy. It's that kind of crazy ego circular thinking that gets us stuck. And we just sit there in a confused state, often attracted to self-medicating and playing small over and over and over again. We play small in our relationships. We play small at work. We play small in our finances. We are living in scarcity and lack and limitation thinking all day long because we're afraid of the goal, but we think we're afraid of the means to get the goal. That's how confused the ego has us. It's amazing how the ego just... Oh, it traps us in this thinking, but the means to break out of it is within us. It is about contacting the higher Holy Spirit self all day long and living in that divine partnership, giving the higher Holy Spirit self the heavy lifting. That's what I'm talking about. I'm going to share more when we come back from the break. Again, if you're interested in joining me in my seven-week spiritual boot camp, it's on. People are joining us all the time, finding freedom. Check it out at jenniferhadley.com. Also, I want to tell you, if you have got some relationship issues, just for this week, I'm leaving up my free download of the Relationship Renewal class we did a couple weeks ago. You can register to receive it totally for free on the Finding Freedom page at jenniferhadley.com. I invite you to go there now and check it out. I'm Jennifer Hadley. And you're listening to A Course in Miracles where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, we're setting ourselves free, we're letting the Holy Spirit do the heavy lifting, and I'll be right back. Where will summer take you? To exotic islands? The big city? This summer, Unity Books invites you to travel within on a journey of self-discovery. It's our first online book club, the Summer of Self-Discovery Reading Series. We've selected three inspiring titles to help you discover who you really are and what you truly want from life. Join us this June through August for book discussions and free author webcasts. Visit unitybooks.org summer to see our book picks and to reserve your spot for the webcasts. Join the Summer Book Club today. Visit unitybooks.org slash summer.
Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I get so fired up about it because people always ask me, how, 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 how can I do this? How can I transform my life? What can I do? What can I do? And one of the things I notice uh, about those of us who are experiencing this healing of, you know, moving out of ego identification to identification with the higher Holy Spirit self, that um, we are asking, how can I do it? We're still asking what, what must, uh, how can I do it? And thinking about it in terms of the ego is driving our spiritual awakening. So what I'm inviting you to do is to partner up with your higher Holy Spirit self and to recognize that you are your higher Holy Spirit self. It says here, Now, this is paragraph 3 in chapter 20, section 8, rather, section 7, the consistency of means and ends. Here it says, To obtain the goal, the Holy Spirit indeed asks little. He asks no more to give the means as well. The means are second to the goal. And when you hesitate, it's because the purpose frightens you and not the means. So let us recognize we are resisting that unity, that oneness. That's why we think we don't have the means or that we can't do it, that we don't have the strength of mind to do it. It's not that we don't have the strength of mind to do it we do all that's required is the willingness the higher holy spirit self knows the way will do all the heavy lifting if we cultivate our willingness all day long so it's a discipline of willingness it's a willingness to be loving it's a willingness to release the attachment to the opinion to the judgment it's the willingness to move out of thoughts of scarcity it's the willingness to move out of thoughts and a lack and attack now what the person who's really identified with the ego will say, well, how do I do that? How do I do that? And what A Course in Miracles is telling us over and over and over again is the means is being given to you. It's being presented to you over and over and over and over again throughout the day. But if you're not willing, you won't recognize the means. And you will think you don't have the means 
But it's really because you're afraid of the goal. The goal is total unification in your mind, total oneness. The key to true prosperity, true abundance, great relationships, healing your physical body and your emotional body, healing your finances, healing your life, healing everything is valuing and desiring the oneness and unity of all life. It's about aligning to your own holiness fully and completely. That's it right there. Jesus says to us here, remember this, for otherwise you will make the error of believing the means are difficult. They are not difficult. Yet how can they be difficult if they are merely given you? They guarantee the goal and they are perfectly in line with it. You're guaranteed. It's guaranteed. If you're willing to accept the means, all you have to do is accept them. You don't have to figure them out. Oh my God, isn't that amazing? I just love that. So true. When I realized this, everything changed for me. Everything changed for me. That's why I offer my Finding Freedom 7-Week Spiritual Boot Camp. Seriously. Because in that class... I offer what I learned to do. I put the pedal to the metal. I put my mind in the care of the Holy Spirit. And I focused entirely on being willing to wake up and not generate any more suffering, not generate any more scarcity and lack and limitation and separation thinking. And it transformed my life through the renewing of my mind. So that's why I think Holy Spirit gave it to me to say a few weeks ago, yes, you can focus on getting your body in shape this summer, but what about getting your mind in shape for the rest of your life? Get your mind in shape, the body will follow because the body is a projection of the mind. All healing is at the level of the mind says here, if a goal is possible to reach, the means to do so must be possible as well. Yes, yes, it's possible. We can escape all suffering. The means will be given to us all day long. So what is required is that willingness. You can start with a little willingness. In my Finding Freedom class, we concentrate for seven weeks on being totally willing all day long. And we start to rejoice in cultivating that willingness. We rejoice that we're willing to be willing. We rejoice that we can find any amount of willingness at all. And that's why people start to blow their own hair back. They start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. They start to see that the tunnel is fully fabricated from their own opinions and judgments. And that tunnel is nothing. It cannot contain them any longer because they are pure spirit and the means is being given to them because they're finally willing to accept it and all heaven is breaking out in their minds. I'm not kidding. This has been my experience. I couldn't believe it. When I started doing this work, my whole family transformed, my family relationships, which had been what I thought was the cause of my misery and suffering 
suffering for so long. For so long, I complained about my father and my mother and my brother and myself in all these relationships. And it was a constant experience of lack and limitation and attack and scarcity thinking. It just ran my life. I let it run my life. I put so much energy into thinking thoughts of lack, attack, separation, suffering, and scarcity. Even though I had been studying these teachings for years, studying the science of mind teachings and the unity teachings and the new thought teachings, but when I was finally willing to really live them, that's when... Everything changed for me. I stopped paying it lip service. I stopped being willing to not walk my talk. Everything changed when I decided, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Let us get her done, as Larry the Cable Guy says. Yes, and I love that. I love being able to prove God every day. I love being able to share this with other people because they discover that they have total access to a miraculous mind and the healing is within their reach. Financial healing, physical healing, emotional healing, relationship healing, healing in our creativity. One of the greatest forms of suffering I see so many spiritual students endure is they want to share their gifts and talents with the world but they do not allow themselves to do it because they think that it's not possible it is possible and the means will be given to you when you're willing let us cultivate this willing let us put everything into it it is a mind training A Course in Miracles tells us how to do it in every page, in every paragraph. We have to give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit, and we can. We can give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. That's why every day I offer a prayer. I record a prayer, and I write some spiritual inspiration. It's my daily prayer, my prayer for today. It's my daily shot of spiritual espresso. It's totally free at jenniferhadley.com, and it's a reminder every day in your email. Or you can call it on your phone, however you want to do it. You get it every day reminding you to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and let the Spirit do the heavy lifting. So right now, let's place our hand on our heart, finding freedom where it exists in our heart. In grace and gratitude, we let the Spirit do the heavy lifting. We allow it to be. We accept it fully. We receive our healing and we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them in grace and gratitude we know that it's done because we're allowing it to be we're willing and so it is amen 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 thank you have a great week and i'll be back here next week with cindy renard and her whole family i love you